0: Let's enter God's rest. Shabbat Shalom, Part 1, by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. God, who is Spirit, created children in His image, gave them perfect bodies to house them, enabling mankind to dwell eternally on this planet. They were blessed, told to be fruitful and multiply. The earth was given to them as a gift, All on it was their possession, created for their well-being and joy, to love, nourish, and care for. So mankind was created a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body on earth. In other words, they were brought into existence as a spirit being with a soul which gave them individuality and a body giving them functionality to accomplish whatever they chose to do. There was no sin, only righteousness. Therefore, sickness, pain, sorrow, and death had no place on the earth. There was no evil, so wars, competition, or rivalry did not exist either. The Creator made sure food was plentiful for mankind, as well as all creation. Therefore, poverty and lack were unknown. Everything was free and abundant. Provision was poured forth to earth from the Father's heart of love, resulting in true equality, no upper or lower classes. There was one knowledge and language as they were fed from the mind of Christ alone. Their natures were nourished and shaped by the fruit of the Spirit, so love was the force that united them to a perfect harmony with all the universe. There was no rebellion to the law of God, so all creation was free from sin's bondage, protected from danger or control of any kind through the sovereignty of God, the force behind His laws. It was God's perfect law, that guaranteed the perfection, order, and harmony of the universe. It was His pure, irreproachable law, set in place through God's own oath, that resulted in the paradisical, eternal condition of all creation. This was our Father's intent, His desire. The law of God was set over creation as an expression of His love, protectively wrapping it in His power and glory for eternal safekeeping. What a glorious place to be! This flawless, unblemished lifestyle could only be interrupted by one thing, disobedience, the breaking of God's law. Satan, Lucifer, the devil, serpent, the dragon whatever name is familiar, was determined to make mankind rebel against the law of God because, as ludicrous or ridiculous as it seems, he wanted to be as God to this planet. He wanted to rule man, accumulate the earth's wealth, harvest its resources, and above all, shape the mind of mankind to think like him. This would enable him and the evil hordes that follow him to invade their minds. He would inject evil thoughts in the first person so they believed they were their own ideas, causing them to carry out his plans and become vessels he could possess to live the evil lifestyles that suited him. Through God's once perfect creation, he now kills, steals, and destroys how do we turn this around how can we subdue our soul man make it subordinate to our spirit as in the beginning how do we regain the safety net of god's laws how do we rid ourselves of the futile knowledge taught to us by the enemy and bring our thoughts into alignment with our father How does creation regain the perfection it enjoyed at its origin? Right now, it appears the enemy has accomplished exactly what he set out to do. All of Earth's inhabitants are very far from their original state, and most busily fulfilling his plan for supremacy and satisfying his desire to be superior over all in power and authority master of all. But the world around us is flawed, far less than the original perfection, tainted, inferior, sadly involving from the erroneous, inaccurate, untruthful knowledge that pours forth from the heart and mind of Satan. The world's schools drill it deep within our minds. Its governments are run by it. Even the world's churches teach through the intellect of man based on this knowledge. That is the bad news. The good news is our God's knowledge is absolute, infallible, irrefutably accurate, producing the complete perfection, goodness, and faultless restoration of first Corinthians chapter fifteen verses fifty one through fifty five that is promised by God Himself to those that love Him and obey His laws, God foresaw the mistakes man would make before He created them. He devised ways to renew them, give them another chance, bringing defeat to the enemy. Yes, God did all things and rested. Ecclesiastes chapter one, verse nine that which has been is what will be that which is done is what will be done and there is nothing new under the sun so we see within that rest are preplanned keys to restoration and a knowledge that will return this planet and all life on it to the order and harmony of the rest of his universe our god creator Our greater husband has a perfectly calculated plan. All we need to do is enter that rest to become a recipient of Father's blessings. Victory lies within. Let us read from Hebrews chapter 4, verses 6 and verses 9 through 10. Since, therefore, it remains that some must enter it, and those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience. There remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God, for he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works, as God did from his. To enter into the rest of God, we must, as you read, give up our ideas of what we desire to do, and begin to manifest through our lives and actions what God intended before the earth began for us to accomplish. Each of us are in there. He has forgotten no one. Only those within His rest will survive the end. There is no rapture, no hiding, no escape. Our future, our happiness, Our restoration is there alone. Let us continue in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. For the Word of God, Jesus, John chapter 1, verses 1 through 2, is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him, to whom we must give account. This is a sad state for those outside God's rest but inside we meet, really meet Christ. The Son of God was very much a part of the plan of God, and His part was within His rest from the beginning. Revelation chapter 13, verses 7 and 8. It was granted to Him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and authority was given Him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship Him, whose names have not been written in the book of life, of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Christ was God's remedy for the fall of man before it happened. God would rescue us Himself through Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 19 That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. After Christ would come forth others he would work through to restore man. We know them today as the fivefold ministers. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 10 through 13 He who descended is also the one who ascended, went to the right hand of the Father, far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, living gifts to God's people. For the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, For the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. These are ones that are chosen to raise up the new ones that enter God's rest. These ministers will not only lead them to salvation and baptism lay hands on them to be filled with the Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues, but they will feed, comfort, and encourage them through God's in-time knowledge. Truth will teach the difference between the works of their flesh, led by their soul man, and the fruit of the Spirit to strengthen their spirit man, and restore it to its proper place. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses forty nine and fifty explains, and as we have borne the image of the man of dust, Adam, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man, Jesus is a spirit. Now, this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption; we cannot enter into the kingdom as Adam. He was corrupted by His disobedience, connected to Satan, and led by His soul through His flesh. We must be born again new creatures and led by our spirit as in the beginning. So now we see why it is imperative we enter in God's rest, crucial that we feed on His knowledge to let our spirit man grow and mature and take its proper place. But what about the law? Does the word not say, if you love me, you will keep my commandments? Isn't this what started this whole mess we're in? What law? They too are found in God's rest. We are not speaking of the laws given to Moses. They addressed fallen man to help him in his imperfection to live the best that he could in this inferior world under Satan's rule. We're not speaking of man's law either, although we are encouraged to be as obedient to them as possible, or at least where they do not break God's commandments. The law we are referring to in God's rest was prophesied thousands of years ago by Jeremiah somewhere between 650 and 585 B.C. Jeremiah Chapter 31, verse 33. But this is the covenant that I, God, will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 16 brings the prophecy on forward. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days of Adam, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds I will write them. These laws are easily accessed by our spirit man. If allowed preeminence, he will do his part in guiding mankind and this planet back to the order and harmony of the rest of creation. So, there it is. God had a plan to bring His earthly creation full circle back to perfection and alignment with the rest of the universe. Since He did all things, and then He rested, in there also is the plan for a new heaven, unscathed by rebellious angels and a new earth where righteousness dwells instead of sin and death peace instead of chaos. We are all welcome to enter that rest and have a part in the building of the new earth. Did you know the Feast of Sabbath in Leviticus chapter 23 that is now experienced weekly is a shadow of God's greater rest? Man was shown the seriousness of missing it by the old law. Also, when people said, Shabbat Shalom, they were also unknowingly speaking of God's rest and the wonderful result of entering into it. Sabbath of peace is what it actually means. And if we look at the word Shalom in the Strong's number 7965 and 7999 in the Hebrew Dictionary, we will see its miraculous range of meaning. 7965 Shalom or Shalom from 7999 Safe Figuratively Well Happy Friendly Also Abstractly Welfare Health Prosperity, Peace, Do, Familiar, Fair, Favor, Friend, Great, Good, Health, Perfect, Such as it be at Peace, Peaceable, Peaceably, Prosper, Prosperity, Prosperous, Rest, safe, safety, salute, welfare, all is, be, well, holy. 79.99, Shalom, primitive root, to be safe, in mind, body, or estate, figuratively, to be, Causatively, make, completed, by implication, to be friendly, by extension, to reciprocate in various applications, make amends, make an, end, finish, full, give again, make good, repay, again, make, To be at peace, peaceable, that is, perfect, perform, make, prosperous, recompense, render, requit, make restitution, restore, reward, surely. All the blessings God's people have been promised as heirs to the kingdom are harbored there. Does this, perhaps, sound like information better suited to the children of Abraham, the Hebrews? Well, let us close with these scriptures from Galatians, chapter 3, verses 27 and verse 29. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Abraham was Hebrew, and so are the born again. In closing, so if we are baptized into Christ, hunger and thirst to find our place in God's kingdom. Then be diligent to enter God's rest. Shabbat Shalom!